Hey, everybody. Uh, tough way to start the show today. Friend of the show, Danny Cisneros, 21 years old. Um, you may recognize the last name Cisneros. We named a character after him in our Wookiee of the Week campaign. Unfortunately, lost his battle to cancer uh, just a couple of days ago uh, at the point of me editing this podcast. Um, Danny was a huge member of the little sub-Star Wars community that we at Good Morning Alderaan have found ourselves in. Um, Him and his sister have shared their love of Star Wars, as well as updates on Danny's battle with uh, what he was going through over the past two years. And although we never got to uh, meet him personally, he was actually scheduled to be on this show, uh, or potentially anyways, We, we reached out and asked for him to uh, see if he wanted to come on and just talk about his own Star Wars experiences and what he got to do and see and accomplish in his life. Um, uh, but uh, unfortunately, life had other plans. So uh, Danny's message rings loud and clear to us at Good Morning Alderaan and hopefully you all as well. Love life. Love every second of it. Love all of those around you. Hug your family. Um, always just leave everyone with a smile. Leave everyone with positive vibes and positive memories because you don't know what's going to come around the corner so thank you danny for the message thank you for uh reaching out to us and sharing some memes every once in a while um uh, the whole cisneros family we love you thank you so much and uh may the force be with you master skywalker there are too many swear words what are we going to do <laughs> Terrific. This show contains some adult language and may not be suitable for younglings. Hello there. He's no good to me, dead. We're fine. We're all fine here. Now. How are you? I think you'll fill in nicely. This is where the fun begins. Hello. And welcome to Good Morning Alderaan, your source for news, reviews, and interviews from your favorite galaxy far, far away. My name is Pat. Don't call me Padawan Collins. Can I'm Ryan sit the bed? Sure, Ness. Wait, do you go That's ahead a, of me? Uh, Did you skip the order? Jump the gun. Man, we haven't done this wow. in so long. It's too long. It's too long. There was two H's. I got confused. Oh my god. You guys want to start again? You guys want to start again? Gotta, start again? I gotta call. No, no, no. Let's keep going. I call my agent. And it's the mayor of Alderaan, soon to be former mayor, apparently. Andy. Cameron. I oh up to my, my god. Um, so, wow. I don't know how we can recover from this kind of entry here, boys. This is a weird energy. Oh, no. but, uh, let's, uh, well, let's start it off. Let's throw the agenda out the, out the window. Let's just start off, considering I got bumped and usurped out of my number two seat and into number three. What's that in the Spider-Man, for no spoilers, anyone's ever seen Spider-Man, the latest Spider-Man movie? Peter one, Peter two, Peter three! (laughs) (laughs) Peter three! Um, That's me. (laughs) But, uh... I don't think Pat's seen it. There... I have it. Oh. It's okay. Okay. I know what oh, happened. Okay. I've seen it. I, I it was a okay, it was right. a shitty cam right. rip, but I did see it. <laughs> <laughs> did you see it? I saw it. I saw it. Yes. Is that one Toby? I can't tell. At this point, <laughs> at this point, I I mean, I'm sorry. It's it's been too long. It's too long. But uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, May 25th. Very exciting. We got a date. 
Yes, very that's exciting good. news. That, that's good. That's a good thing. That's Andy. great. That's great. But it goes really, really bad because that news got dropped. What the Thursday or Friday before the Super Bowl? Yep. Maybe a bit earlier. <gasps> and there was no trailer. They missed a glorious opportunity. I am with the millions upon millions of the Rocks fans on this train of why was there no Obi-Wan trailer on Super Bowl? What a glorious marketing opportunity. Like they don't give a shit. They know we're going to watch it. I know I know they're no they know we're going to watch it. But why? Why would they not give us something? I, I, Instead they give I us a Ewan McGregor Expedia commercial. Fuck. What I heard is because of the backlash with Book of Boba Fett, all they had was Ewan in a back to tank, so they had to go back and reshoot it. So they didn't have anything for the trailer. Also, speaking of Obi Wan, did you see the? Did you it's see a bad um, joke? Jo- John, I know it was terrible. Did you see John Williams is back? Yeah, did you see that? I just saw. I didn't it, see that. Yeah. What? What? That was one of my news what? stories. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. I just poked that. Uh, just, John Williams returns to Star Wars universe with Obi Wan Kenobi theme. Ooh, he made an Obi Wan Kenobi theme. Yeah. Can we? I, to... I, is anyone else hoping in Obi Wan that we get a little duel of the fates when they fight? When they I have their lightsaber duel, they have to. <sighs> they have shades to. of it. Shades of it in the background, like almost like was that? Was that it? Was that it? Like, you know, Johnny Boy's gonna come. Like, duel of the fates is done. That that's like that's a nice package. Mwah. Chef's kiss, signed, sealed, delivered on Revenge of the Sith. Still a classic Star Wars movie, one of the best. I'll fight whoever disagrees. One of, I did not say the, one of the best. So, do you need to bring it back? It'd be nice, a nice little homage. But I really wish they would have had the Duel of the Fates in uh, Rise of Skywalker. I thought that would have been really nice. It mm. would have been. Uh, there was also that amazing, like, uh, I think it was a vi- it was a viral video at one point, um, and I wish I could remember the exact order of it. But they'd renamed. They'd said uh, the title of this video was "Every Star Wars Movie Is Incorrect," and oh, the title, yeah, yeah. They assigned the correct titles to the correct movies. That made so much mm-hmm. fucking sense. It was unreal. But uh, mm-hmm. but yes, I, I completely hear you there, Andy. Where they should have had some kind of callback. Something to bring it full circle, aside from fucking Palpatine to the Rise of Skywalker, but and I'm somehow only, I'm only so- Palpatine's returned. I'm only soured on that <laughs> because just yesterday I got bored of watching the. Um, so I on my work computers, I got two screens for my work computer, and then I have my personal computer over on the side that I kind of swap back and forth, like for when I do my um, uh, voiceover editing and stuff. But sometimes I'll open time. that up. And I'll keep it on mute, but I'll play something in the background. Just either the video mm. or just like very, very lightly. Like some people listen to music or the radio. I listen to like Star Wars movies or the Winter Olympics. I was bored of the Olympics, so I put mm. on Rise of Skywalker. Just a little bit in the background. Ugh. Man, I had to turn it off after a little while. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think I don't think I've watched it more than once. I've tried. Maybe twice. But even I've, then, I, I I've watched it a few times. I've watched it like two or three times. I, I watched really... The Force Awakens a bunch. I watched The Last Jedi, I think, twice, maybe once more, and then Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I've watched bits and pieces on repeat on Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it's but... almost like scenes mm. that you just want to like I, yeah, I can do it in like short scenes. installments. I think Rise of Skywalker probably would have been better as like like what the book of Boba Fett was. I think it would have been more engaging than like 
Like if they break it up into little chapters as opposed to one full movie that did not. Is your other is your other piece of news the the next trilogy? No, but we can talk about that. That's a good one. That's a good segue into that because apparently there's rumors out there that they're going to do another Star Wars trilogy and follow up to the latest trilogy in which Ray it's focusing on Ray redeveloping the Jedi Order. Now was so, it Ray? Which is I, I don't know if that well I I mean you of course it's I Ray. I read in the article or maybe I read another article after you after you told me that I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that it would focus on Ray. Hmm. See, rebuilding I, the Jedi Order. I'd be fine with I, that. I think these characters and actors need some redemption from what yeah, they were <laughs> what the sequel trilogy was because they were like Finn was marketed completely, completely backwards and wrong, and I think that was like that was kind of shameful. I, it, I know that's they kind wasted of hard him in personal. the second movie. They wasted him in the trilogy. Well, his character arc is so much more interesting than pretty much anyone else in the whole series. Like a stormtrooper that turns to the good side. That's compelling. That that's interesting. And who is he? And who is he? Yeah. Yeah. It's so much more interesting than another, you know, orphan kid in the desert. And like, I, I think it would have been, maybe it would have felt a little bit too forced, but I wish that he was Lando's long lost kid. Like there was some kind of, remember at the, you know, Rise of Skywalker. You the only that, other black guy in the Star Wars universe. He gal. must be my dad. <laughs> I, I know that sounds bad, but. Not like, a maze window. They, <laughs> I guess well, so. This, this new character was just arbitrarily brought in, in Rise of Skywalker. I don't Could you imagine if I'm his sorry. mom was Leia? If he was Lando's kid, but Leia hey, was his mom. Han. In that brief period Han. of time that Han was Han was in Carbonite. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't know if you, you we could call you out. You took my ship. <laughs> I took your wife. <laughs> I took your lady. Uh, well, the thing, crazy thing about Rise of Skywalker is they basically jammed because they had to like... Um, make up for i guess what happened in the previous one they basically made a whole everything happened that would have been a whole trilogy in one movie and they introduced a ton of different characters that you got no backstory and knew anything about like oh i'm gonna go with this person with this gold helmet or this person over here i'm gonna go get this and it's like they just jumped in one spot to the other but the whole movie is we're gonna go we have to go get a thing then we have to go to another place to get another thing to go to another place to get another thing I well, also think they should have had the movie focus on going back to Coruscant and like the original mm-hmm. Jedi Temple and have that be where sort of like things because there's a lot of stuff out there that Palpatine built his palace on top of the old Jedi Temple. It was like a city on top of a city type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like they could just like made it more. Yeah. Focus on one spot. Yeah. And, uh, hey, that, that kind of segues into this next news story of ours. If you're confused about the timeline of Star Wars and what happened where and what should have happened, um, one of uh, there's a book announcement coming out for this November that uh, will chart the history of the galaxy in Star Wars timelines, is what it's called. So it's a, um, a book that essentially just talks about the timeline of all of these events. Everything from the, uh, the, the new... Um, the High High Republic is that the new book series? It's coming mm-hmm. out right now. Um, everything from that all the way forward to the uh, new um, uh, the the sequel trilogy. Uh, so I'm a little bit not concerned, but like 
I think this might throw a theory out the window about the Ahsoka world between worlds changing timelines. Because if they're talking about fucking with timelines in the world between worlds, then why release a book that is in stone, in canon, in whatever, that may, may not, maybe it does mention it, I don't know. But I think Ahsoka is still probably a good year or so away. Um, maybe we'll get it in December to follow like that book of Boba Fett kind of December timeline. Um, but book, uh, Mando season three might be in that timeline too. I don't know. Mando has got to be what? October, November next year or this year. No, there's no nothing, nothing on that yet. As far as I know, it'll be end of the year. I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. Cause yeah, we, we like, they said 2022 though. Did they not? Uh, I don't They're know. pretty cagey about their dates for whatever reason. They basically only tell you like a couple months out. Well, I mean, COVID kind of put a whole wrench in timelines. I'm and pretty sure we're. And... I'm pretty sure we're not going to get an Obi Wan trailer until May fourth. That would make sense. Yeah, or at least like Star Wars. Uh, what's that Star Wars celebration? I think it is. So it's usually in April. I think it is. Uh, like Easter area. Yeah, something around there. Uh, I think it's usually mm. in Anaheim. I don't know if it's canceled in person this year or not. I haven't seen that. We're not obviously not mm. that big of Star Wars fans. We're we're for the medium crowd. We're for the medium crowd. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, so we're yeah, Star fans. Wars timelines is coming out uh, this November. So if you want like a good chronology and figure out where the shit all this stuff is on these timelines, then you can go figure that out there. Um, and then there is another book that I'm kind of in- I'm a little more interested in this one coming out. It's called this now. I like the title. I like the title. Uh, the Princess and the Scoundrel. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So it, it it takes place immediately after the Battle of Endor. And it follows Han and Leia and their subsequent mm-hmm. honeymoon. So their marriage. Mm-hmm. It, it shows their marriage. Probably mm-hmm. gets a little bit of, a little bit blue, if you know what I mean. And we see how oh, young spicy. Kylo comes into the scene. Hey. Oh, giggity, giggity. Oh. Yuck, why am I talking like this? Oh, I hope you haven't turned the podcast off yet. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that book is um, it's been announced, it's been announced now. Uh, I let me see if I can figure out where it's when it's coming out. Rather, uh, story begins in the forest moon of Endor, where Han proposes in the elation of the rebel victory against the Empire. After a ceremony at the site of the victory at the end of the film, the newlyweds depart for a honeymoon. Aboard the Halicron Star Cruiser. I wonder if that's the same Star Cruiser that the Disney experience is on. You get to go to fucking Han and Leia's wedding. I'd pay $6,000 a night for that. Are you kidding me? It'd be fantastic. Um... I hope I catch the bouquet. Oh my god. I I would love love if the book has like all these like references to like Disney branded things too. Oh, totally. Okay. Uh, Coming August 16th, 2022. So if we follow the schedule of forgetting each other's birthday, guys, this is about five days after my birthday this year. So just saying, just saying. Just for the record, the only birthday we've missed this year is mine. Yeah, but we've missed like all of ours. Or like we celebrate like next year. There's always next year, guys. (laughs) There's always next year. We'll get there. We'll get there one of these years, but uh, but yeah, those are two books that I'm I'm kind of excited for. Um, I think I'm a little bit more into the books than you nerds are, but uh, uh, it's they're they fill in a lot of gaps and fill in a lot of holes. But then, 
Maybe they don't. <laughs> I don't know. What'd you guys think of the Book of Boba Fett well, finale? Um, a little non sequitur? <laughs> oh, that old thing? I mean, I mean, we've all talked about this off the podcast. I I was entertained. I like I liked yeah. it. Yeah, I, 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 I was definitely entertained. I would say I was entertained pretty much this whole series. But like when you zoom out and you just kind of ask yourself why, there's a lot of weirdness. It's got like it's some yeah. of the best parts of Star Wars I've ever seen. But then also in the context of the show and then even in the context of Mando season two, it's like, huh? Like if this was just like the Mandalorian chapter, the book of Boba Fett, you know, maybe. But even then, it is weird. It's a weird show. You know what it was kind of like the finale for me anyways? It was kind of like, like drunk sex. Where at the time I enjoyed it. I, I, I like while I was watching it, I was like, okay, this is fun. This is great. This is fine. But then, like reflecting on it afterwards, I was like, was this just messy. What was that? Did I do that? Kind of Did I enjoy that? Went went a little longer than it should have. Yeah, <laughs> I should have spoken up earlier. But I didn't. I just went with it. Are they, are they still having a good time? I can't tell. Right? I had a good time. So, but like <laughs> reflecting on it, there was so much batshit weird stuff that going on. Like I rewatched a little bit of it too. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's kind of fucked up. Like how Black Chrysanthemum just gets lit up. Like, okay, he's back. Great. You think then because he gets lit up so much. Oh, a nice heroic sacrifice. Like good on this guy. Oh, wait, he's alive. He's limping. They're carrying him. And then. Those mods that are carrying him do like this weird, totally unnecessary spin to start shooting their blaster yeah. in slow motion that just kind of took me from midnight to 6 p.m. and fucking no time flat. It was just like, ah, oh, that was lame. Why'd you do that? And then, like, all of a sudden, Black Chrysanthemum's jogging along and he's fine. He's great. He's good. Yeah. Uh, like that. And that's just one example. And then Boba Fett comes in on a fucking riding a Rancor. So that actually gives him, like, <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck was that? I mean, I mean, it's cool, but then like, you know, he's like, "Oh, teach me how to ride the Rancor." You never see any of that. You never see any. It made sense. Like, if you condense it, it like all the, all the stuff that he did as like a crime boss, quote, heavy quotation mark. It's like a day, and it's he spent most of it walking into town and leaving town and going back to town, walking into the you know the sanctuary bar, saying, "Hey, folks," walking back out, getting attacked. You know, like, what did he do? Why was he a crime boss? But he didn't even feel like a crime boss. He actually felt more like he was protecting the people in the city than he was, like, running crime. Yeah. It's like, oh, I want to be, like, a nice crime boss. Like, well, why don't you just be the mayor then? Why don't you run for office? Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, um, it was a weird show. I also, show. um, I was also hoping that Cad Bane was going to not die. Well, hey, hey. Look, he hey might now. not be. Hey, now. Because there was a blinking light on his chest. His titty was still blinking. <laughs> uh, okay, 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 okay. So they can leave the leave the door. But don't you love the, like the kind of like meta fourth wall breaking moment where Cad Bane's like, "What is your angle?" And everyone's like, "Yes, please tell please. us, Boba. We have no idea what the fuck you're doing." <laughs> Thank you. Why are you doing this, Cad Bane? Speaking the, uh, the asking the questions that no one is asking. What are you doing, Boba? Boba, Boba, what are you doing? Seriously. <laughs> also, one thing I was a little bit confused about is, so uh, Cobb Vanth is seen in the bank of tank. The bank of what? Bantha tank? Bank of tank? Back, back to 
back to tank. You fucking um, nerd. In the, I love. Uh, actually, before I say that, I love when he says to Black Chrysanthemum, "I'm gonna give you a nice long bath in my bank tank." <laughs> <laughs> um, together, together. But you see Cobb Vanth in it. You see Cobb Vanth in it at the end. But when Mandalorian saw the guy from Freetown, he's like, "Oh, he was." murdered in cold blood or shot down in cold blood like didn't actually say no he's alive like we're taking no. care of him there's all very like, where cryptic. was he like what was he in the back of the trunk like yeah. while they were fighting and then they took kinda, him to boba's face like, like it was kind of cryptic so now mando thinks he's dead i don't know it was just like weird it was kind of shady yeah they yeah. didn't really like enlighten him on like no no, no he's, he's good he's good he's fine like he's he's not good he's but he's he's gonna think, be okay I think the one moment that I, I I did really enjoy about the ending was like when Boba wrote that little message and had that guy go out and read it, <laughs> oh, yeah. and he was just like, "Oh, nothing. And, nothing!" and then he actually used his like jetpack and was actually badass for a yeah. bit. I'm like that was cool. That um, first part of that was like, okay, that's pretty slick. That's but a... but his whole plan made no sense. Like they're like, "Oh, okay, we're gonna stay in the sanctuary, sure," and then everyone's gonna keep watch. But then Cad Bane just rolls up. All these other people roll up. It's like, who's watching? Where are all these people watching? Because he's a fucking terrible crime lord. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't know what like, like and then, fucking capitalism commerce is. He's like, I've got a lot of money. What I need is muscle. It's like, you, 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 buy, you buy muscle with money, Boba. That was your whole career, are Boba. You, this cannot be new <laughs> how, to you, man. How, how long were you in that, that uh, Sarlacc pit, man? I love yeah. that. I don't even know. I, I know the reference, but I love Cad Bane. Well, that's the something, something, calling something slimy. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I don't even know what he said, but I know what it means. Exactly. <laughs> and, oh, I, well, and the thing is, they had that, when Cad Bane was revealed, the episode before was so fucking cool. And then he didn't really do much because he shows up, he kind of taunts Boba, and then Fennec's like, don't fight. Don't fight yet. We have to do it on your terms. And then he just leaves. And then when they do fight, it's like two seconds and it's done. Like, I kind of wish like he did something like really like almost like truly evil. Like he killed the Rancor or something. You know I mean, like if like Boba came in and then he just shot the Rancor and that was like, oh, fuck. Or some revelation yeah. to say like, yeah, no, I'm your father. Like just something, <laughs> something to like give. And especially because the audience on mass wasn't privy to that, that gunfight where like he put the dent in Boba Fett's yeah. helmet. Like if, even if he mentioned that, like that's a nice dent in your helmet, or you still have, I, re- still I, haven't I, I was that convinced out, eh? that they were gonna. I I was convinced that they were gonna show us that that duel, like start the episode with right? that duel yeah, to that. set the set the context of the whole episode, right? But it was a very strange show. It was you know like if you really think about what, what did Boba Fett really do this whole series? Like why was it called the book Boba Fett? Like why? The so my, I'll, I'll give a shout out to my cousin Brandon on this one. I was talking to him a little bit about it. Um, he made a very good point in that the whole reason almost that they had uh, a lot of the, say, let's call it present day stuff. So the stuff where Boba Fett's becoming a crime lord with Fennec yeah. Shand was just so that Fennec Shand could be in the series. Like she was hailed as this poster child almost, like right hand of Boba Fett. But really think about yeah. it. She she didn't do much in this entire show. She did that foot chase at the very beginning. She helped a little, she was involved in the gunfight to get slave one back. 
Mm-hmm. She did like some neat stuff at the very last, the very end, but there was no like Fennec centric mini storyline. There was nothing to kind of focus yeah, we, on her yeah. a little bit aside from like her just, I, I mean, at the very end, she got her moment with the, like the assassin thing where she kind of wiped yeah. those guys out. But like all that kind of hype around this Fennec Shand character, just for that little bit, it would have, yeah. as as much as it would have made sense from a storytelling point of view to have like, do the chronological order to say like, yeah, Boba Fett sticks his hand out of the Sarlacc pit. He's with the sand people for a while. He oh, then redeems yeah, from she there. She wouldn't have been in it at she all, right? Been in it at all until like episode three or four at the absolute right. earliest. So what's the point in having right. this poster child and Hale as like, Migna Wen's going to be in it, guys. Yeah, watch us. Migna Wen's going to be in it. Oh, wait, we can't really, we can't really do that mm. if she's not going to be in it until episode four. So when he told me that, I was like, fuck, good call. That's, yeah, they, they kind of shot which, themselves which, in the foot there from like an artistic story telling. If you think like the present day stuff, like there, if you if you put that all, I don't even know. Think it would make a whole episode. It wouldn't. Like nothing really happened, really, until they had that big fight in the street and destroyed the whole town. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, thank you for saving us!" Like, really? Yeah, nothing of substance. You just he just came in here with a fucking rancor and like took a shit on your house. There was no emotional. <laughs> there was no emotional attachment. Like I'm not cheering for Boba Fett. To, like he has no. no reason in my in from me the viewer yeah he got like the sand people killed but like or the sand people died but yeah, that's like, a good point there's there's no reason for me to cheer for for boba fett to become this crime lord i'm cheering for boba he's fett bad because at it. he's like a badass this silent bounty hunter that was known for disintegrating people you kind of the bad guy you cheered for kind of like the like the scarface or the tommy shelby's or the mm. fucking uh, the Sopranos, the bad guy that you like to cheer for, fucking Breaking mm-hmm. Bad, that kind of thing. Master. Not like I'm being a nice guy. I like animals now, and everyone's free, and everything is cheap. I want everything to be good. <laughs> You're good now. Everything's going to be great. That's not a good story. There's no conflict there. The, the only conflict yeah. is like the Pikes. Oh, they're running spice. Oh, gee whiz. They. Oh man. That spice shirt. You better not. You, you better not do that. Not not in my town. Since when is it your fucking town, Boba Fett? You grew up in fucking Camino. You have no you tie to this point. place aside from working for Boba Fett or working for your Jabba. Uh, yeah, they never, they never really, times. like, they didn't really connect that very well at all. Like, why why we cared about him wanting to be a crime lord. And, like, what did he even do as the crime lord? Like, he didn't do anything good for the people. No. He killed Bill Fortuna. And then walked around town in his armor. And like, it's just like, yeah, you can pay me still, but do it fair. Yeah, water's a little yeah. cheaper now. How do you like me now? Hey. But, and I think if you see the contrast between the episodes with Mando and how much character development was done for Mando, like, you know, there's stakes involved. You know, when Mando gets like kicked out of the Mandalorians for taking out his helmet, you feel that, right? Where, Man- where Boba, there's no stakes at all. Like, I don't care if he's you know, alive or dead by the end of the series. Cause he was already, we thought he was dead for ages, right? Like he, could, yeah, I, exactly. Like that would have been cool to like have that lore. Is he dead? Is he not keep going forever? I don't necessarily need, I didn't necessarily need to have Boba Fett come back. It just felt really cool when he did, but I think it would have yeah. felt cooler if he didn't have his own kind of spotlight put on him. I think he's cooler as a side character that you just get every once in a while swooping in like Han Solo at the very end of a new hope, like swooping in, like, so mm-hmm. I was so I was entertained the whole series, but like listening oh, yeah. to this, listening to this conversation, 
part of me kind of wishes in hindsight in hindsight's always that thing that we all love part of me wishes that i love what they did with boba fett in mandalorian oh yeah like that might that that specifically might have been the thing that people needed to be like okay so boba's kind of alive and then he just kind of goes off but like leave that mystery like will he ever return will he ever come back or yeah. is it when this ice on one isolated mission i watch i would have rathered seen a younger boba fett between mace windu chopping jenga's head off to him ending yeah. up working for the empire like that to me would have been the book of boba fett oh man yeah 100%. up until his demise and then you could have had him come back like set that yeah. thing in mandalorian and then like will he ever return again maybe maybe not i, I think that's, that's a way better I, I think Book of Boba Fett, and I think I, I thought about this, is that Book of Boba Fett should have been like different chapters, and it was just different points from his life, doing like almost like an anthology series. That like, okay, like the first episode is like when he's still a kid, and then next episode is like when he's first like a bounty hunter on his own, and then the other one is like maybe in between Empire and like Jedi. You know what I mean? And then late at the very end, you get to see him with Mando or something. Uh, but everything that happened in his series. Even the flashbacks, which were great, revealed they just gave details to stuff that we already knew. You know what I mean? Yeah. We knew we knew he got out of the Starlight Pit. We knew he. Be, you could just assume that he, you know, lived with the the Sand People. I mean, we knew that he got his. You know, he got to Mando, right? Like we knew, and we knew that he rescued rescued Fennec Shan. Like we didn't really need to see all those details, and like you know, spend like four episodes explaining stuff we already knew, and then all the new stuff was like. 30 minutes long total plus two episodes of Mando. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's nothing new about Boba Fett that we saw. No, it would have been, um, yeah, that's, that's a really good point you raised there, Andy, how it would have been more interesting to see that formative, the formative side of it, as opposed to seeing this present day stuff, as you're saying, Ryan, that's more of like, like what this was is more of a vehicle to further along the Mandalorian Mm -hmm. and its story in just like that small incremental bit, but that is the only piece of substance that was really in and from this series and what people are going to remember from this series. I, I, yeah. I don't think there's really anything, no kind of pivotal but, decisions or any kind of pivotal moments or no anything that came from the Boba Fett side of it that, in contrast, the Mandalorian side of the storyline with Grogu coming back to Din mm-hmm. Djarin. That's a fucking big moment. That decision mm-hmm. was a big moment for Grogu and like, mm-hmm. like the whole Star Wars, the whole uh, formation of the new Jedi Order. Because now mm-hmm. he's not like that. That kind of settles that huge overlying question: is okay. Ben Solo was supposed to be the first student of Luke Skywalker, but here's Grogu, and like mm-hmm. Grogu's getting trained by Luke. Is he not the first student? What's happening there? So that kind of answered that huge overarching question. It's like, okay, well, there you go. Grogu is not technically the first student. Sure, he learned a couple of things from Luke, but he's not like a Padawan by any any stretch. He just mm-hmm. kind of lifted a couple of toads and flew, yeah. got a sweet X-Wing ride with R2 back to, back to Din and got a sweet little bit of armor out of it. Um, so, yeah, mm. there, there, it's like... <sighs> What was the me still was still does kind of wish though that they they like were a little more patient with it though. But then I wonder like what's the bigger picture though, you know what I mean? Like 
why did Grogu come back so quickly? Like, what else do they have planned? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. or was it they're like, oh shit, you know, Grogu, the show is Grogu and Mando. We can't have them be apart. So yeah, the executives were like, you got to get them back together right away. But I do think it w- emotionally, I think it would have been more satisfying if they, if they stretched it out just a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it still worked that, like, when we had Luke and you saw Mando wanting to be with Grogu, but then he couldn't, you know what I mean? And then, like, drag it out a bit and maybe getting into season three a little bit, seeing more of that dark side of Mando without Grogu, and then maybe Grogu, you know, showing up to save the day. But I, I, I will hold my judgment to see what they end up doing with season three, to yeah, see how that works out. But I think the armor I mean, is going me, to be a bad guy in the... Uh book uh sorry the new the season three of the mandalorian um someone oh shoot i wish i could give proper credit to it but someone had made the point that this person would have been like maybe a disciple of maul because they have the horns on their helmets yeah uh that are sitting right there so they are more of like the teachings of maul and are more in line with that and maybe Mm. more aligned with than kira if she's the new crime boss of that syndicate uh yeah speaking of speaking of kira that you brought her up like that was something too with the pikes were not a very good threat to me. It, that's the thing that was kind of weird with the whole present day stuff. Like, so first it was like, oh, the huts are back. It's the hut cousins. They're the real threat. You know, they hired Black Chrysanthemum and then Black Chrysanthemum doesn't really do anything. And then they're like, uh, here's a rancor. Bye. You know? Yeah. And then nothing comes of it. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Then maybe it's like, you know, maybe it's Kira. Maybe it's like Crimson Dawn or whatever. But then no, it's just like the pikes, which are just like, not very intimidating or interesting at all. Like they just drive trains and shoot people. Yeah. There was no large, nothing that they really brought to the table that was like threatening. They had no death star or anything that would be like, if you do this, then there was no, this, then that with them. It was just like, yeah, they just came to the table. I'm curious to hear like the behind the scenes with this. Like, I, I don't think they'll do like a, book a Boba Fett gallery episode where they do the behind the scenes. Cause I, I swear there's something else that happened. Cause it seems unfinished almost like, you know what I mean? It's like they ran out of time. So they just had to jumble what they had together and make it work. Yeah. It'd be neat. There's like a lot of, a lot of threads there that seemed unexplored, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with the old, old Mando and still Boba. fun though. Still fun. To I know, watch. And that's just it. Like I enjoyed it though. I enjoyed this aspect of it. The, yeah. the, the, the it wasn't brutal. It wasn't like, oh, it wasn't bad. Like I, I feel much, I feel much more positively about this because it advanced a storyline that's been established mm-hmm. already. So, like, if this came out first before the Mandalorian, then that'd be like, all right, we got the sequels. Now this fucking hell, I'm done with Star Wars. Cash mm-hmm. out. But, uh, but like, it's it's a v- book of Boba Fett that that, and that's what I keep in my mind. This was a vehicle to further the Mandalorian plot. Mm-hmm. Like it is just like yeah, just a small. It's like it's like similar to like 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 Clone Wars. Like I think that's a good example. Like how Clone Wars, you know, if you following one storyline and then it would jump over here and follow a bunch of characters for two episodes, and then you wouldn't close up an arc until like episodes later. And so like you know, they're, they're saying that this is all leading up to another movie. Yeah, you know, Mandalorian, Ahsoka. All that stuff is gonna, you know, culminate in one big kind of like Avengers level kind of movie. Oh my god, it's Star Wars Endgame. That'd be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Palpatine's return. <laughs> Somehow, Palpatine's return. I, I can just see them writing the script and be like, okay, 
why don't we bring Palpatine back? But, but how? I'm like, I don't know, somehow. Do it. And that's the line. <laughs> that's the, the no explanation. Somehow, Palpatine's returned. Just show some tanks. We'll infer the rest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, print it. Uh, oh, well. Oh, well, c'est la vie. But uh, yeah, we got... Uh, it was overall, like you say, weird but fun. It was still nice. It was still... We still had some good Star Wars flavor. No, Andy, how, how pissed are you going to be if Obi-Wan is like three episodes of Obi-Wan and then two episodes, four episodes of Mando? <laughs> 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 they did use Mandalorian set. So... Yeah. <laughs> There's bound to be some stank up there. I I really hope they they cannot fuck up Obi-Wan and have like it has to be like a very contained story. I gotta be really on I gotta be I gotta be really honest with Obi-Wan. Like I I can't not get excited about it. (coughs) Sorry. I can't not get excited about it. I can't not overhype it. I can't not have expectations. Mm -hmm. And quite honestly, because I'm craving it so much, it could it could probably suck hot garbage, and I'm still gonna like like. It. You're gonna, I know you. You're gonna love it the first yeah. week, and then maybe a year later, you're gonna wake up and be like, "What the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> that sucked." I think that, I think but, they are. I think they are gonna go a bit darker with it. Um, I think they have to because they're making this. They're making this for our generation and older. Because mm-hmm. it's our generation and older than us that have sort of demanded they do this. Yeah, not the generation that grew up on the animated Clone Wars who really that was their introduction to Star Wars like they're making this for a very specific particular set of people mm-hmm. so I'm not saying I mean I keep saying Jar Jar's head on a, head on a fucking platter it's for you, it's for you. but <laughs> it's for us see I don't I don't know though I don't know because I think the Clone Wars generation the younger kids who did grow up with the and I say kids yeah, they I want to like Obi-Wan and Anakin had that tight camaraderie, that brothership that was explored way deeper than what we got in. Yeah. But in those the kids got to be, those kids even got to be 16, 17, 18, 19 years old. Now they're fucking like mid twenties, dude. Right. <laughs> Clone so Wars started again, in 2008. That was 14 right. years ago. Right. So again, I think it'll be darker. <sighs> yes, totally. It's, it's not going to have attack of the clone. Revenge of the Sith. Wasn't like, like super, polite kind of movie but no pg-13 it was, a, it was the only pg-13 star wars but movie. even even yeah. look at like book of boba fett that one episode of mando he chopped a dude in half with the yeah. dark saber like that got dark too like yeah it's graphic I mean, I mean these are these are weapons kids. i i do think qui-gon jinn will appear i think that's going to be the one cameo well he has to he has to teach him how to commute use his force ghosts yeah become one of the force and, and all that anyway stuff. Mm-hmm. we'll talk about obi-wan another time Oh, I can't wait. Oh, my golly. Well, uh, yeah. Um, okay, look for in the future, people. Uh, two weeks from now, we will be finalizing our storyline um, <laughs> from the season two Wookiee of the Week uh, before we put that to rest. We owe it to our characters to finally give them the resolution they've been looking for. Um, but, uh, yeah. the If they roll a 12. If they roll a twelve, I, I, I keep picturing the end of like when like um like Poochie left uh, Itchy and Scratchy. <laughs> hey, Wilwad, you look like you have something to say. Sorry, I have to leave now and go back to my home planet. <laughs> my planet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to end it like that. <laughs> and Poochie. Um. Uh. Anyways, thank you the again extreme. so much, uh, everybody, for tuning in and humoring us. 
uh, with our thoughts and goofiness of all this fun world we call Star Wars. You can find us uh, at Good Morning Alderon on Instagram. That's where we're most active. Um, yeah, send us memes, send us questions, send us ideas, send us nude pics, um, whatever you want. Andy uh, keeps quite keeps keeps quite the uh, quite the inventory, so he needs he needs a top up, and he will return the favor. He reciprocates. No, I, will I will say that. Not. If there's one one word I will decide uh, will describe Andy, it is reciprocation. He's a giver. Yeah. On behalf of my reciprocative give reciprocative on behalf of my on behalf of my co-hosts, Andy and Ryan, I just want to say, hey. Always be a Jedi streets. And a Sith in the sheets. (laughs) Good night, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Bye-bye.